It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Wow. Well, we were wondering what Trump's appearance at the Iowa State Fair is going to be like. Seems to have gone over pretty well. He's went over a lot better than, uh, well, let's say Mike Pence or even our own governor, DeSantis. Uh, and Pence was there a long time, wasn't he? I think he was just, you know what, he was just wandering around. And that was, he was one of the first ones, or he was the first one, to take. They got a special stage set up for the candidates where people can go and listen to them speak. And that's where he was yelled at by the guy in the background. Oh, let, let you in the back. Give me that one question. <laughs> How's the campaign going since Tucker Carlson derailed it? Or however he worded that question. Uh, and, so, and that threw Pence, too. He was he was off after that. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why he stuck around. Maybe he was trying to, if he figured if he walked through the crowd long enough and talked <laughs> to enough people, he could convince them that, yes, I'm the, I'm the good candidate. Let me buy you a corn dog. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't go over very well. It uh, didn't go too well. You know, I, people were curious. We're so used to Governor Ron DeSantis now. It was a little bit different of a kind of thing in Iowa, so they wanted to see what he was like. So he gets up on stage. Governor, this was kind of cool. Governor Kim Reynolds from Iowa was the moderator for all these oh, things. Oh, is that who that is? Okay. So she's talking to DeSantis, and then, well, oh, boy. It went a little oh, south. Oh, boy. <laughs> they started heckling him with whistles and cowbells and wouldn't let him speak. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? We're in Iowa, and in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. Iowa nice. She said, nah. She was like, is she a teacher? She sounded like a a school marm. You know what? We're Iowa friendly. (laughs) Have either of you ever been anywhere in Iowa? I have never been to the state of Iowa. Either have I. Never. Never. I've never, I don't even think I know anybody from Iowa. They're great people. I know that much. Yeah. I just, I, I don't have any reason now, to go there. <laughs> maybe the Iowa State Fair, because they always, we usually talk about the Iowa State Fair when it's not an election year right. or near an election because of the food, because whatever shows up at the Iowa State Fair ends up making its way trickling down to the South Florida Fair. So we always look forward to seeing what, you know, gastro delight they have. Can you imagine there. what their food fairway looks like? Oh, God. No. It's like take the South Florida Fair and like put a bomb on it. It's yeah. like no. multiply that by a million. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> uh, also in that little uh, question and answer session that they have up there, Nikki Haley didn't get quite the attention, not quite the crowd. She had a pretty good thing here, though. Uh, Kim Reynolds said, you had, you've brought up the idea of a competency test for older candidates. What's that all about? She had, a pretty, she had a pretty good dig in here. These are easy tests. It's like name four words that start with the same letter. It's, you know, what town were you born in? How many grandchildren do you have? Oh, oh. oh that was a good one. <laughs> good for her. That was a good one. <laughs> well, you know what she's talking about. And where is our, our, you know, fearless leader? On the beach again this weekend. Oh, yeah. He goes to the beach every weekend. Yep. They get him out Friday through Sunday. It's three days of the week. He's not getting in trouble. All right. So then he, you know, at the end of the month or the beginning of next month, they're going to shut down the beaches in Virginia. So he's going to have to go. So do they go to Camp David? Is that where they, you know, hustle him off to Camp David for the weekend so no one can bother him? Brings his family so no one can get in touch with Hunter either. It should be interesting to see what happens. The guy is never, never around to talk to anybody. And when he does, he gets nasty. They asked him if he was going to Maui, and he hinted that he may. I, don't yeah, even I haven't th- heard any official statement from him. No, I don't, th- I don't think he knows what's going on in Maui, to be quite honest with you. Speaking of Maui, we've now uh, obviously reached the search and rescue 
And recover the beginnings of recovery in Maui as the death toll is close to uh, close to 100. But the governor has formally requested a comprehensive review of what led to the fire. Yeah, I think he wants to look and see if the electrical company is is responsible because right. that one couple is suing and it's on behalf of everybody that was affected. But I guess the the one company, the electrical company on Maui, is broken into four different sectors, mm-hmm. all the same company, and and apparently when winds get very high and the conditions are very dry, the electric company is supposed to decrease. I guess the electrical current going through the big lines, and they didn't. So this couple is basically saying, you started the fire. One of your lines went down in these, you know, 90-mile-an-hour winds, and that's what started it, and and you're to blame. So we shall see what happens. But I guess that's what the governor's probably leading to as well. I mean, you got to wonder about how that state is run, though. Do you remember the whole thing, the false alarm about the incoming missile uh, alert that went out to everybody's cell phones and TVs, and now you have possibly the power company, and now the state not— giving enough lead time warning about wildfires. Right, they had nothing. They said, you know, when you have, uh, you know, a tsunami warning, a hurricane warning, yeah. a missile warning, the, the warning, the, the sirens go off. Nothing was to warn these people about this raging fire that was moving like an ungodly speed. More than 2,700 buildings have been destroyed, and that includes homes and offices as well. 2,700. That's insane. There was that miraculous story, too. Did you see that Catholic church untouched? Uh, isn't that amazing? Yeah, if you don't believe in God, yeah, you got to look at something like that. Amazing. You know? Jeez. Well, I'll take your mind off that kind of stuff. We've got this. How far has this company come? Time to make the donuts. I made the donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> has gone from that. It was literally like regular black yeah. coffee and donuts to it. now they're about to introduce... Spiked coffee. I think it's great. And the only sad part about this is you can't get it at the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I they'll can't. ask for it. No, they'll probably ask for it. But you know what? It's interesting because they're introducing it in certain states, and Florida is one of them, which is oh, nice that, to see. That just makes sense. It it's going to be four flavors, original iced coffee, caramel, mocha, and vanilla, 12-ounce cans. Look at that. And it's going to have 6% alcohol. You're going to find it, yeah, right next to, like, you know, the White Claws. That's stronger than most mainstream beers. But then they're, aren't they coming out with teas as well? Yeah, uh, there's teas, four flavors of teas. See, I'd rather have the teas than the coffee. No, yeah, like, well, I get that. But here's the thing. I have not seen that these are uh, decaf coffees, right? Because remember the whole thing about people oh, warning geez. you not to have... Vodka and Red Bull because it was an upper and a downer. Right. Well, this is all in one can. (laughs) I don't know. Ooh, talk about getting juiced. (laughs) I saw a post over the weekend because, you know, Dunkin' Donuts is from Massachusetts, and it's ahead of the rest of the country by about 20, 30 years as far as being addicted to Dunkin' Donuts. I said, the state of Massachusetts is about to become the zombie apocalypse when this hits. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait till Fenway Park gets it. This is like every townie's dream to have it's this so all true. in one. I can get my donkeys and a, and a buzz. The question is, are they going to sell it at Dunkin' Donuts? You know, not as the drive-through, but if you went inside, you I, know, I, you probably. It would, it, you would need a liquor license, though. So just gotta teach should, those kids how to ID, though. Huh? <laughs> Work in the counter. Are you kidding me? You'd have to ID the people in the counter, right? So uh, it's yeah. probably just going to be available in stores. Should be interesting to see, though, how it goes over. I'm, I'm looking forward to those teas. I think it's going to be huge. I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right. It's, uh, it could even turn some Starbucks people. 
Have you I, been to Starbucks, I, by the way? Is the pumpkin spice out? It probably is. I haven't checked. I don't know. Who the heck knows? My girls would know, but I don't. I don't know. I don't like Starbucks. See, that's one of those things what you used to. I'm just used to Dunkin'. Uh, you know, I, I don't drink coffee a lot, but when I do, I, I'll stop by a Starbucks and get their, their mocha. Mm-hmm. I like it, but I only have it like once every six months. Take out a loan, get yeah. a coffee. <laughs> yeah, Se- yeah, no, it's like work. $7.14 by the time I'm done. I'm like, oh my God. Well, get ready now for the Starbucks spike coffee. You know they're going to have Oh, it. you know it's coming, without a doubt. They're going to have 10% alcohol uh, pumpkin spice. That's going to go well. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Uh, more from Vivek rapping in Iowa. I've never seen a political candidate rap on a stage before. That was interesting. And, and it's the song he rapped to. He knew every word. Got to give him credit for that one. And I think we found, in fact, I think they're confirming it. The country's oldest woman lives in Texas. I like the fact that her daughter is could be your great-grandmother. <laughs> That's the is killer. Is she the world's oldest woman? Uh, no, she comes in like seventh Oh, in my the world. God. <laughs> I'll tell you about her. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You're thinking, oh, what rap show was that in South Florida over the weekend? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a guy running for president. He's probably in second or third place right now. Vivek Ramaswamy. What he made his him- little stage time started rapping Eminem. But what made him do that? I, I mean, was it, did somebody say know. sing for us? Or was the Eminem song like, you know, maybe that was his introduction song. It was playing while he was walking on stage. So he grabbed the mic and just started singing. That could have been because I don't know whether it was the beginning or the end of his little stage time there. But it was that same that same little stage. They all put him out there. Right. The one that DeSantis got heckled on. Yeah, so DeSantis gets heckled and the schwam starts rapping. But he knew every word of that Eminem song. I was like, wow. I, I couldn't I couldn't get through the first line, but yeah, then again, I, that I, generation, my kids probably could know every word. They as probably well. do, but that's the point, isn't it? And oh my God, the pushback! Did you see all the pushback on uh, this? What's wrong Not with people? Serious. This is why millennials can't run. Listen, you old coots, <laughs> you're going to have to get hip at some point and start to accept this stuff because he's actually connect. You should be happy. He's so connecting true. with. A generation of younger voters with good ideas. Yeah, that's a silly thing to do on stage. And yeah, it was fun. It's getting the headlines that we're talking about. But the ideas the guy has are great. Well, at the same token, you know, we talked about this earlier. Look what playing the saxophone on where Arsenio did yeah. for Bill Clinton. Yeah, right. Let's be honest. You know, it was I, huge. People are tired of old people. <laughs> and and, and I, I don't mean that in a bad way because there's a lot of old people in my life, me included. What, but I your, mean, what's your number one voting issue? I'm tired of old people. Uh, no, but I mean, you look at the Mitch McConnells or the Diane Feinsteins, and and you know what? God, you know, help them because they all have issues. No, no doubt. You know, medical we'll issues, and and Diane Feinstein should not be in the Senate. The woman should be home being cared for you by know, a 24/7 nurse. You know what's sad? She's not in the Senate. And her daughter is making decisions for her. Who yeah. voted for her? I, you know, and it's got. And I take that back. I, I didn't mean to offend the elderly crowd. I apologize. No, but we but know what you mean. I, that's. But at the same token, you got what's his name, Fetterman. He's not old, but he he shouldn't be there as well because mentally, as far as his mental cognitive awareness goes, does he have any? No. The man suffered a stroke. No. And and None. and he's here. He is in the Senate. It's like. Come on, let's Mitch be McConnell. logical. You could even look at Chuck Grassley, even though he seems to be pretty sharp. 
Uh, yeah, they're, they're all they've and they've Biden all himself, had Biden himself at the top. All had they have all had medical issues, and I'm sorry. There should be, as as Nikki Haley said, there should be a cognitive test. That one about you know, you got to name it's four words with the same letter. That start I have with the to, same letter. I got to play that again for her because this was a pretty good dig at the end here. These are easy tests. It's like name four words that start with the same letter. It's you know what town were you born in? How many grandchildren do you have? <laughs> it's pretty sharp. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. But you're right. I mean, she talked. There's more. They they actually asked people this in those national polls. It's like, should there now be term limits and should there be cognitive tests? for? And it's it's a more popular concept now than ever before. Well, you know, and one of my daughters who, who really doesn't pay attention to what's going on in the world, like most young people, no offense. It's true. Said to me, she said, what what's up with this, 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 that, that old guy looking, just staring at the camera? <laughs> and I went, oh, I went, Mitch McConnell. She goes, yeah, yeah, him. What happened to him? She goes, you have a stroke on TV? He did. And I, I said, he probably did. He probably had a small seizure. To be quite honest with you, the Mitch it, meltdown. But at the same token, she's like, and this guy's in office. I said, oh, it's even more. He's got a lot of power too, which is even scarier. But and and this is what the young generation sees. Yes, you know, they go through their feeds on TikTok, and all they see is Mitch McConnell having a meltdown. Oh, you know, he's having a, a, a mini stroke. Or they see Diane Feinstein, you know, in a wheelchair and she doesn't know where she is. Or they see a John Fetterman walking in with the shorts and a, on a hoodie, going, "This is a senator." But then they see that on the same TikTok, and there's been plenty of clips of this, and they may not agree with him, know what anything he's about, can't pronounce his name, whatever it is. But you see this guy running for president rapping. Yeah, and they go, wow, this guy's cool. And the old guard may have hated it. We may not like it too much. It doesn't matter. The game is different now. You have to be able to reach out to to younger voters, talk to them. There's a reason why he did it, to get attention so that they can listen to his ideas. Right. And uh, you know what? I kudos to Vivek. I bet you he wins huge brownie points. I wonder. How, do you think he will? Oh, I, if you get the younger generation involved, absolutely. I, I, you know what? I'm old. I'm the oldest one in this room, and I thought what he did was cool. I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive. I, lo- I was. I, I, I genuinely, Jen was shocked by the pushback. I, this I, is you, a joke. When you told me there was pushback, I was like, why? He's being a, you know, he's being a young guy. Because people just like to grumble. Oh, stop grumbling. I know. You know what? The things you should be worried about is a president who doesn't have his own cognitive skills available. Exactly. Or uh, three senators who shouldn't be in the Senate. I'm sorry. Now. So you can send hate mail all day. Go ahead. Is uh, that to say in 10 years I want the debates to turn into rap battles with diss no. tracks? No. <laughs> I'm just saying. you got to get more creative to reach younger voters. That's well, all I'm saying. What we should do is put a list of songs that each candidate should sing. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know what? No. At first, we'll open it up. We'll, we'll let them. We'll allow them to choose their own musical or entertainment device. Whatever okay. you want to do. You can dance. You can sing. You can play. Well, we came up with Trump's going to play the recorder. No, what did you say? That, what did you call it? Oh, he's got the, I play the megaphone. I think that would be great. That's what I play. What oh, does Santa's Touché. play? Oh, God. DeSantis, I'm, well, I'm a song and dance man. Yeah. No, he's going to say, don't whiz on my leg, will be part right. of it. Uh, that was one of the best lines he did have, by the way. All right, now that we've done a whole segment about old people, <laughs> let's wrap it up with the oldest lady in... Wow. Well, at least Texas, but she's she's got to be she has to be the oldest in the country, right? I th- I think she's second oldest in the country. I because they ran down what the statistics are and she's like seventh oldest in the world. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. What is even more <laughs> impressive about this woman at 114 years old, Whoa. the oldest woman in Texas, she still has all of her she's more she's more aware of what's going on around her than Biden. 
or Fetterman or any of the other ones. Which Mitch goes McConnell. to show you everybody's different, right? Right. She's, like you said, 114. God love her. How could she be seventh at 114? Come That's on. what they're saying. Well, I the good don't... news is they get knocked off pretty quick. So you move up the charts pretty quick. <laughs> Jeez. Her name, oh her name is Elizabeth Francis. And she was given an award by the state of Texas for living so long. So if you hang it out long enough, you get an award after that? Well, her sister lived to be 106. Oh. Her daughter was there by her side. She was 94. The daughter's 94, so longevity is, <laughs> is big in this family. There's no doubt about that. So God. here's Elizabeth Francis and the guy that gave her the award. Oh, I'm very, very young. Look at me. I'm like a very young chicken. She is the oldest in Texas, the oldest living person in Texas, number two in the United States, two. number seven in the world, and number two in the world who lives at home. You live in your, in your castle. Whenever you went to her house, I don't care what day of the week, she was cooking. So I just think that had a lot to do with it, too, just how she you know, took care of her body. I like at the beginning, she goes, oh. I'm a young chicken. I like that. And she lives by herself. Goodness gracious, I don't like living by myself, and I'm half her age. Is that a, a qualifier, too? They said second youngest, or whatever the hell he said, that, Li- that lives at home. Lives at home. So I'm sure a lot of these people that well, they, are they, at top of the list, they're in facilities. There, yeah, right? they're in facilities, or they probably live with somebody, wow. like another family member. She lives by herself. It's pretty amazing. That was her granddaughter, by the way. She has four great-great-grandkids. But how old is the daughter? 94. <laughs> And she's still kicking and going. Can you imagine you look at that and think, God, I could live to 114. You understand. Wow. This lady, Elizabeth, at some point gets mad at her daughter, who's 96, and says, I'm sure she says it now, damn kids. (laughs) (laughs) We got rapid fire coming up uh, a couple minutes away. We'll catch you up from everything that happened over the weekend. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Welcome back in, and well, let's get you caught up from the weekend. It's rapid fire, and Jen's got the first one. Well, everything about Lahaina, as we know it so far, the uh, governor, Josh Green, says uh, the wildfire death toll is probably going to rise. As it stands right now, at least 96 people are confirmed dead. Yeah. They have brought in uh, search and search and salvage and you know uh, recovery crews uh, with dogs. They say only 3% of the destroyed area has been so far searched. 2,700 structures, actually more, have been destroyed. Maui is totally developed and relies on tourism. It makes up for 51% of all businesses on the island. You know, and we, it's gone. We don't talk about them a lot, but how about tourists who I'm sure there's plenty there that were stranded there? Well, if you look at the airport, you know they're still stranded Oof. there. They're bringing Brutal. in as many, but they're, you know, thousands of families. The question is, where are they all going to go? Thousands are homeless as we speak. Uh, now there's a Hawaiian couple on behalf of everybody who's lost anything suing the four power companies, accusing them of ignoring the weather warnings and not powering down the electrical lines. They think that could be the cause that an electrical line came down in the high winds, similar to what happened in Northern California when sure. uh, the Pacific Coast, whatever it is, uh, power plant there, got, they got nailed for causing that one fire. Mm. So that could very well be the case. Well, you shall see what happens. Jeff Bezos, though, coming to the plate, $100 million donation to the relief efforts. Oprah says she's going to make a donation. Uh, the Rock and Jason Momoa all did uh, videos asking people to make donations. Tough scene, see. no doubt about that. Uh, we got a crazy baseball story that popped up over the weekend. It's, uh, it's kind of gross, but it's a big name. So the Tampa Bay Rays are very good on a low budget these days, but one of their stars that they actually did play, did pay, 22-year-old shortstop, and I think it's I think it's Wander Franco, isn't it, Diener? Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. 
He's a big name in baseball. He is. He's expected to, when he eventually leaves the Rays, make a lot of money. Oh, he's not making a lot now? No, he was a rookie? Is that it? Yeah, rookie, you know. Rookie contract, yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, he's accused of having an inappropriate relationship with an underage girl. Not good. Uh-oh. Major League Baseball is investigating. They say they're doing their due diligence. Franco didn't play yesterday against Cleveland. Rays manager Kevin Cash said, well, it's just a day off. Because what's he supposed to say, right? The Rays start a six-game West Coast road trip today in San Francisco. He's not going to be part of it, and mm. Major League Baseball has confirmed they have an official investigation going on. How old is this guy? 22. 22. So she's 17. Yeah. You know, granted, it's much closer to his age than, you know, if he were a 34-year-old exactly. player. And that is a different story. So, You're right. So I can understand if he's dating a younger girl and maybe she lied to him, said she was 18. Possible. I don't know. You know, it's I'm going to give this guy the, the benefit of the doubt. He's a young kid. Where is he from? Believe the Dominican. I think so. Uh, I so, believe so. Uh, and, and, and I'm not ragging on the Dominican, but there are many countries where younger women date older guys, and it's not against the law. Right. You know? may not have so, known. And, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not against the law in the Dominican. I, I don't know. Well, like but, you said, you know... The, the details. I think we have to wait to you know hear some of these details, all oh, these false sure. allegations. Right. You know what's happening. But no, you're right. I mean, it's a big story you, in in sports, especially. That's a, that's a big you know, deal in baseball. If she's 14 years old, different story. Lord, but yeah. you know, if she's 17, I can understand. You know, I guess it's, it's only five years difference. It's it's you know in in the world of you know life, that's not a big deal. But and it is a, against the law. And if you've mm. been to the Dominican or you follow. You know, baseball and that part of the world very closely. I know, I think we all do because we've all been there and talked about it. Uh, here's a perfect example Franco dropped out of school in the sixth grade because I identified him early, right? Wow. Went to one of the baseball camps that almost all of the teams develop now. They build schools and camps because it's this talent farm down there. Yes, you're absolutely right. And he signed with the Rays when he was 16. Wow. This Holy is, cow. This, this is all he knows. This has been his life. Since he, he was, what, know, what are you in the sixth grade, you know? Yeah. Usually 11 or yeah. 12. Something and I like can that. tell you this, he probably supports a very large extended family. Oh, yeah. With yeah. this one contract. I will guarantee it. So, so I don't know. Man. You're right, though. Get the facts first. But it's a he's a big name. Is it a difference if the family, of, say she's 17, and the family agrees that she can date this guy? What happens then? Uh, it's still not going to fly for Major League Baseball. Wow. Wait and see. Well, guys, this is a hypothetical or, or a hypothermical, as, as we, we like call to say. It. The, yes, that I'm going to pose to you. What if, it's, it's very morbid, the question Uh-oh. here, but it relates to the story. What if your spouse had nine months to live and they asked you, listen, I only have nine months. Can I can I get one more night with my ex? <laughs> what? How <laughs> is this your you, first story on a on. Monday morning? <laughs> This is, this what is the like, hell are you thinking about? This is like a, a brain breaker. I'm coming out of the gate here with this one. <laughs> oh my God. There's a woman. I can't even wrap my head around that. I swear to you, this is real. There is a woman who has been told, it's sad, that she has nine months to live. So now she's asked her husband if she can sleep with her ex just one more time before You're her time is up. making this crap up. No, I swear is to you. Is this like one of those Reddit stories? Yeah, come on. This is a real story. Where do you find this crap? Just, I, he makes this stuff, you know, I swear. I, well, it did come out on Reddit, to be fair. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but he says that. And they always start like, hey, guys, I had an issue maybe you can help me out with. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. So the, the responses is, are great. What did the husband say? Well, he says that he was initially destroyed and heartbroken after finding out that she has a terminal disease. But then he's, he's not sure what to do. So he doesn't oh. know how, how to respond to the, to the question. So I, yeah. uh, how would you respond? 
Bill? I'm not answering that. <laughs> <laughs> That is extreme jeopardy, you nuts. (laughs) I don't know, but I saw that and I was like, this is insane. It's like that old, have you ever seen that old game show? It's like truth or leave your ex or whatever. They get people that are in relationships and then they get the whole family together and they've taken a lie detector test and they ask them all these questions like, were you sexting with somebody while you were engaged to your current wife? And the guy goes, yeah. I'm like, what are you, nuts? I always think there are divorce lawyers waiting in the parking lot. Yeah, easily. Or in the right. audience for that case. Right. Holy cow. So that's what that reminds me of. It's a tough of. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we're leaving it at that. I'm moving along to uh, the, the pothead of the year that you probably would get you high with a contact high. Just ask Martha Stewart. Stewart. Snoop Dogg, do you guys know he's got an ice cream line? Had no idea. He huh. does uh, market a lot of stuff. I Boy, didn't know that one. It though. is called Dr. Bombay Ice Cream. Sure. And uh, he's going to launch seven new flavors bonus track brownie, cocoa cream cookie dream, iced out orange cream. And there's a bunch of them. <laughs> anyway, they're supposed to hit the shelves uh, later this month. So be looking for Dr. Bombay's ice cream. That's Snoop Dogg's sidekick, by the way, if you didn't know. Uh, Let that's me guess. where the name comes from. Perfect from. for the munchies, they Probably. I, I didn't see the it's, slogan, but I'm well, sure that has something to do with getting high. Is this an infused ice cream? <laughs> is there something infused with this? Boy, like it, chewy with hemp? I uh, got news for you. If this was infused, it would be a game changer. All right. I would be buying gallons of this crap. <laughs> well, I'll move on to this story because apparently Diener is too occupied with like cheating stories okay. to do this. <laughs> but a real fan would have done this story. Oh, no. Uh-oh, it's going to be about the Dolphins? Former Heat star Dwayne Wade joined oh. the international class in the Basketball Hall of Fame on uh, Saturday. That's right. Oh, really? Yes. Diener forgot all about that as a supposed Heat fan. <laughs> he was a really nice guy, too. A lot of people yeah, liked him. I mean, as, yeah. like he's a good guy. He, yeah. A lot of people a lot of people liked him. I he, got distracted by the dying wife wants to sleep with her ex story. That's, oh, you get into that swamp. Get out of that's here. That's why you've been glued to that monitor for like, you know, that's, since 6 a.m. That's what it is. You just look for these crappy stories. <laughs> he went, so was, he went in with uh, Dirk Nowitzki from uh, yeah. Dallas. It was, it was incredible Did you hear class. his speech? Dirk? No. He said, I would have liked to have played my whole career. I'm paraphrasing, but with... Uh, you know, this guy and this guy's turning. But and he goes, you know, but I had to play with what they gave me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Hall of Fame speech. <laughs> he just destroyed his teammates. Oh, my gosh. So congrats to Dwayne Wade. Yes, and, no, thank you. Thanks he, for bringing that up. Is is that like baseball? You get in on the first try or you got to wait or how, how does that work? I think it's about a five-year wait. I think it's it? the same thing around as the NFL base, five years. Yeah. And do you usually get in on the first time around or you got to sit around and wait well, like depends forever? depends on the player. I mean, you know, guys like Dirk and Dwayne Wade, Tony Parker got in there, too. They, those guys were pretty much put in, you know, as soon as they were eligible. It was that was a great class. So LeBron won't be waiting, other no. than the, the, the five-year five period years, or yeah. whatever. No, but he'll insist right. they rename it in yeah. in his name. That's right, <laughs> probably. It was great to see him go in, though. A lot of great memories with yeah. Dwayne Wade and everything. Three championships, so pretty awesome Good for him. Well, I'm gonna end it there, guys, because we gotta get to Jay Ratliff. Oh, we oh. gotta ask him about Crazy Lady. Yeah. Bill was so excited they found her. <laughs> Tiffany Gomez, the crazy plane lady, has been found and she released a video. We've got that to talk about with Jay and more. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hi, everyone. It's me, Tiffany Gomez, probably better known as the crazy plane lady. We found her. Oh, I think she has uh, she has an ulterior motive now. I'm just saying. I got 50 bucks only fans in a couple of weeks. I think everybody has an ulterior motive. Yeah, she, come on. Well, it, I'll give her credit for this. She stayed in hiding for like three and a half weeks around there, maybe three weeks before the internet finally outed her. 
me ask you this, though. Was she forced to make that apology video? No, I think she did it on her own because she looked too good. <laughs> Let's get another oh. opinion on that. <laughs> now boarding. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Radliff on News Talk 850. WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, you are clear Oh, come on. If she wasn't good looking and she wasn't hot and she wasn't, because you always tell me crazy is hot, so well, now she's doubly hot. Well, that's true, but this was just such a bizarre story. It was so outlandish that I think it still would have been a big story. But Jay Ratliff, was this lady forced to make a video apology? Because, I mean, she was, she was off the grid for a long time, way longer than I thought it would have taken. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I definitely think it's, uh, you know, you're trying to, it's the scorched earth policy where you're just trying to, you know, make amends, do what you can to try to uh, recover something. But, um, you know, when you go down that road, it's it's difficult to come back, and especially with things as public as things have been. And uh, regardless of how someone may or may not look, I'm telling you, it's, uh, you know, when you're talking about other stuff that, that, that inconveniences other people, right. that's what really, really ticks me off is that, you know, if there's something going on with some sort of uh, issue where there's a reaction, medication, alcohol, whatever it might happen to be, you know, it's not, it doesn't make it all right, but it, it just, it's really unfortunate because any aircraft that's delayed, canceled, what have you, it impacts the people on board the plane and everybody else is waiting on that aircraft at the next destination <laughs> and the one after that. Yeah, like Carrot Top. Remember? He said oh, that's he, right. he was on that plane. He got all ticked off. Mm-hmm. So, and in fact, I think he came up with the term, thanks, crazy plane lady. <laughs> <laughs> but, on a, a, you know, it's a serious issue, though, even though we're laughing about it. But subsequent videos have come out, Jay, where from other people filming her where she was at the gate area saying there's a bomb on that plane. Now, when No that, way she should... Yeah, when that happens, though, do they interview everybody else that had been booked on that plane? Does that a, when, is that a thing that happens? Well, what happens is when somebody makes that kind of comment, you quickly remove them from the gate area. Yeah. And you have a one-on-one conversation, and the first thing you find out is who you're traveling with. Who right. do you know on board? Of the, and they are also removed for questioning. And I, I can tell you this. If I'm a passenger in that gate area and I hear somebody say that, I go straight to the gate agent and say, I'm not comfortable flying with this individual. Yeah, if they not... get on this plane, I'm not getting on this plane. So one of the, the, the many aspects of all of this is, was there any indication that the gate agents picked up on that there was something going on here that should have caused them to not allow that individual to board? And, of course, you know, agents are already overworked at the, at the gate as it is now. They're short-staffed. They've got a lot of stuff to do. But I, I had a guy show up at a gate one time, said he hoped the GD plane crashed. Jeez. Oh, great. And I pulled him off to the side, and I said, sir, he had been drinking. Flight was delayed several hours, and uh, he spent that time in the bar. And I told him, I said, sir, you're not getting on this flight. I'll gladly put you on another flight, but because of those comments right. and how other passengers react, I just can't do it. Now, he recovered. He got sober, came back the next day, apologized like crazy, and became one of our best frequent flyers. Uh, a lot of times, <laughs> you know, people like that just, you know, they're just having a really bad day, and they say some of the dumbest, dumbest things where, you know, like the Southwest pilot uh, last week shows up late for, for a flight. Everybody's in the gate area, and some guy says, hey, are you drunk? You know, trying to be funny. And the captain says, are you kidding me? Why would you make such a – and he pulls him off to the side and explains to him that, you know, airline protocol is that if somebody says that, we get another crew, we cancel the flight. Yeah. And, of course, the guy was just horrified. He goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a comedian. Blah, blah. And he wasn't really. 
he was some wrestler, entertainer, whatever type of thing. He was just scared about being thrown off of a flight. Uh, people run their mouth constantly at airports, and it just boggles my mind why they think some of this stuff is funny. Mm. That uh, happened to my ex-husband. Somebody said that he was drunk when he was getting ready to fly. He took the guy with him to the hospital to have a blood test to prove to him he wasn't. But it did. It screwed Don't up the whole him. flight. If you have medication that you're having an adverse reaction to and somebody spills a drink on you, you might stumble to the gate area, and it may smell like you're intoxicated. But all we can, all we're legally allowed to say is you appear to be under the influence of something, hmm. and that's impairing your ability to, to take care of yourself. And we're not going to let you on the flight, but we will take care of you on another flight. Please don't worry. We'll take care of you until that period of time. I can't look at you and say you're drunk. Uh, there's no way I can say that. Legally, all I'm allowed to say is you appear to be under the influence of something. I don't know what it is, and maybe you're not. But the way you're acting is erratic enough that I can't allow you on this flight because of, you know, it's a very expensive, inconvenient thing at this airplane from, you know, southern Florida to Columbus, Ohio, has to make a stop in Charlotte because of somebody acting in a, in a way that, you know, we kind of picked up on in the gate area and we let them board anyways. Uh-uh, can't let that happen. <laughs> Uh, just real quickly, last couple of seconds we have, Jay, the uh, Michigan air show crash. Any causes behind that that they know of, or was it just an old plane? We don't know. I, you know, I've been at air shows where there have been crashes, where there have been fatalities, and one of the first things they do is ask everybody with any video to provide that to the FAA because then they will give that to the National Transportation Safety Board as they do their investigation. Uh, what we are thankful for is the fact that the two pilots, uh, the aviators, are okay, and yeah, they ejected. The that was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, if you watch it, the guy in the back goes first, chunk, and then a couple of seconds later, uh, the pilot in command up front goes. And uh, I'm sure that the pilot was making sure as much as possible. I don't know how much control the aircraft they had as far as that MiG, trying to point it to an area where you have fewer people. Uh, because at that altitude, you don't have a lot of options. And you've got crew members that fly these airplanes that are looking – for an area that if this airplane's going to go down without a pilot, you want it to go down in an area that's not populated. And, you know, sometimes you don't have that much control, but uh, thankfully, from what we're hearing, uh, no serious injuries, and I'm really thrilled to hear that. Good news there. Who knows what we're going to hear next week, sir. But in the meantime, we got uh, Flight 850 information, uh, News Talk 850WFTL.com, and DayTradeFund.com to connect with you. So we'll talk to you in a week. And remember, I have no ulterior motives as you started this segment off, so just keep that in mind. Uh, okay. Well, hold on. We haven't seen your OnlyFans account yet. Yeah. Let's uh, reserve. Is true. <laughs> I got 50 bucks. I might bucks. have two people on there. You never know. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk to you in a week. <laughs> All right, guys. And coming up next, uh, we've got some more headlines, the latest from Hawaii, but also this. This is a great story from the weekend. I don't know if you saw it. The girls from New York won the Little League Softball World Series. Isn't that cool? Because they always pay attention to the, the boys' World Series. They and, never worry about the girls. And they got a slogan, Girls with Game. I like this. This is really cool. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on 50 WFTL. Everybody who has ever lived in Hawaii knows the warning sirens because that is our first line of defense. All right, so this is interesting. Uh, just to update you on what happened in Maui over the weekend. It's, it's not good news, that's for sure. But now it's taken a turn where a lot of people, and that's Congresswoman Jill Takuda, uh, really, she wants a full-on investigation why warning sirens didn't happen in time for the people of that island. Well, they say whenever there's a tsunami warning, right. whenever there's a hurricane warning, we found out whenever there's a missile launch warning, 
or a missile headed for one of the islands that this siren system takes place, uh, there was no warning whatsoever. Uh, so it, that that's problem number one. Problem number two is this class action lawsuit now against the electric company. Did Hawaiian Electric Industries start it by not powering down all the high power lines and the high winds? Uh, a lot of people want to know, including the governor. So it should be interesting to see where this this. But in the meantime, it does nothing for these thousands of families who have nowhere to go. No, what do you do? I mean, federal funds are there. Obviously, Red Cross is doing a great job. You've got the National Guard on the scene as well, but it's still just tragic. Man, oh, And then, you know what, you think and people say, oh, just leave the island. But this is their home. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about it, your house gets burned down in a major fire. First, you're devastated, and it's going to take you a while to figure out what you're going to do with your life. But are you just going to get up and leave? And everyone's like, oh, they can just leave. No, they just don't leave. Your life is there. Your family's there. All your memories are there. You know, people just can't get up and leave. So hopefully things start getting rebuilt as quickly as possible. And But where do they go in the meantime? They're officially in the rescue and recovery mode, say the uh, National Guard officials for, for Maui. They Boy, s- they, they're going to need, need some help, man. They said they've only covered 3% of the devastated area. That's incredible. More than 2,700 structures are destroyed. In other news, you just heard it there. Mm-hmm. Top of the hour, ABC News. They're, they're revving up. They're starting the grand jury proceedings now in Georgia going after Trump for the fourth one. Yeah, who's the guy that's testifying tomorrow? The lieutenant governor of yeah. uh, Georgia is going to testify against him in the grand jury. So he's figuring Trump is said by the end of this week he'll probably be indicted again. So I, there's four. I think we're at the point now. Trump's looking forward to it. He nice. said before during the last one on the way to the courthouse, I need one more. Need one more to secure my election. <laughs> well, he's going to get it probably this week, if not next week. Now in Iowa, when he was on the tarmac, I think this is when he was leaving. I'm not too sure. Might have been when he was arriving, but some reporter asked him, you got to take a plea deal? you going to mm. take a plea deal in this stuff? Trump said, no. Is there any chance you take a plea deal in Georgia? Yes, we did nothing wrong. We don't ever take yes, a plea sir. deal. Yes, sir. We don't take plea deals. It's a wise guy question. Are you going to change this? It's a wise guy. Are you... We don't take plea deals because I did nothing wrong. It's called election interference. You know what that is? I just love it. He said well, wise guy. You're a wise guy. Can we work that back in? Can we start saying wise guy again? What are you, a wise guy? I think he was trying to make reference to Joe Biden's. That's a lousy question, you know, but right. he came up with wise guy instead. What are you, but what are you, you a the, Weisenheimer? With the guy, the guy, I think the guy was trying to say, well, I'll, re, I'll reword the question. And now you're not going to get another question after that one. It's election interference. I did nothing wrong. I'm not going to cop a plea. I don't blame him. <laughs> He's right. If you did nothing wrong, you don't cop pleas. Uh, so that was Iowa. He also had a heck of a time. Um, I mean, literally in the crowd. Like th- you said it before, and you're right. This has got to be either a, a security person or with him, the Secret Service, the toughest task you have. This particular event that people are touching you. Yeah. Sorry, can you imagine? I always look at, he's got that one guy, he's a real tall guy, he's a blonde-headed guy, and he's, I think he's head of his Secret Service team. He must, he must not sleep. Oh, thinking, man. oh my God, you're going out in the crowd now, Mr. President. Right. What, what are you trying to trying to do us in? Uh, you, you test their their you know muster and how good they are. But he thrives on that stuff. He loves talking to the people. He uh, he was in the crowd right next to him, and they started chanting four more years, and he was pumping his fist, loving it. There he there he is. He was, guess, hand, he was handing out hats like it was a meet and greet. <laughs> I guess though, if you're in that position. You can't worry about people taking a shot at you, you know, because if so, you'd never leave the house. But you also get a feel for when you, I don't know, when you're protected by the crowd. You know what I mean? You get that 
Mm. It's like they have this group consciousness, and you know, oh, I'm fine here. Nothing's going to happen to me. Yeah, well, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, but just look at you know all the presidents that have been shot. Yeah, you know, it's, it, true. it's 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 not a good thing. So. Teddy I, Roosevelt got shot and he finished his speech. I, I know. <laughs> guy was unbelievable. <laughs> the guns weren't as good as they are today. Well, That's you know, the difference. Still could have killed him. Still, you're just so true, so true. But it's, I, I guess that's part of the part of the package. You know, you just got to go out in the crowd. And they, uh, it, was, it was an interesting time for DeSantis out there in the Iowa State Fair because he did get some crowds, not as big as Trump. But then people were heckling him. I'm sure they were Trump people. But Governor Kim Reynolds had to step in. And oh. She says, hey. That's not nice. No, you be nice. This is while he was on the stage. Hey, you know what? You know what? We're in Iowa. And in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear. Iowa nice. Or Iowa nice. They did a poll this weekend with Republicans, and DeSantis is, is falling like a rock. Yeah, I, I believe People it. People don't like him anymore. I believe it. It's, it's just not it's working. Like, it's a terrible... It's not representative of him. It's just not. No. It's, it's a bad campaign. Well, I think that's why he fired his campaign manager last week, and he's got, what, his chief of staff for yeah. the governor's office is now his campaign manager, which is fine, but I think he may be a day late and a dollar short. Just go back to being governor. Wait till 2028. Yep. Make everybody happy. Yep. That's what everybody wants. Mr. Governor. <laughs> All right. That's enough of the swamp. Let's Please. get to something we really care about. Did you catch any of this over the weekend? Now, next week, I think it's this coming week, the Little League uh, World Series is starting. But the Wednesday. girls from New York won the Little League Softball World Series, and they've got a slogan, Girls with Game. This was actually awesome. How do you like that? Here's the final call. The uh, They were from Massapequa Park, New York, and they beat... Pitt County, North Carolina, 5-2 to two was on ABC. It was a great moment. Actually. North Carolina, they're down to their final out. Up in the air, back to Olivia. Fireman, the kids from the Empire State making history for the very first time. New York, the Little League Softball World Series champions. I love these things. Wow. This is, and I love that they put it on the big, for them. the big network on ABC because that's what they do at the Little League World Series, too. It's just great. Is this the first time that an American team is, I mean, a New York team is won? Uh, you never I, hear about I think up, so. Why do you never hear about the World Series for the girls? You always hear about it for the boys. Yeah, exactly. You know, I never hear about no. it for the, the girls. It was, it was pretty cool. It's softball, but it was wow. pretty, cool, pretty cool. By the way, isn't that where uh, Rex Hewerman's from? Massapequa. When I heard Massapequa, that's, that's the first thing I thought of, too. And then I'm like, oh, no, what happened? Oh, it's Little League. Okay, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. By the way, did you see over the weekend, just to go on an aside, just an off track for a second, they are saying his wife may have been an accomplice. Oh, no way. I did that, not see that. That was the big news this weekend, yes. Mm-hmm. His that's... wife's hair apparently was found at... Uh, but I'm thinking his wife's hair could have gone with him. Well, listen, I can speak to you. In a house full of girls, hair gets everywhere. I can I can attest to that. <laughs> I can attest to it, too. With a house full of dogs, yeah. it goes everywhere. Get some more headlines coming up next. One of the most amazing things that popped up virally happened over the weekend. This guy's name is Oliver Anthony. Released, He's just a, a songwriter from the South. Mm-hmm. His song is now number one on iTunes. Got to give him credit. Millions and millions of views as well on social media because it's about the working man. He's the star. We got that and more coming up next. The Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. These are easy tests. It's like name four words that start with the same letter. It's, you know, what town were you born in? How many grandchildren do you have? <laughs> I know I've played that a couple of times, but I. I 
look, there's not a lot from Nikki Haley you can play that was actually sharp. So come on now. That, that was, was one good. of the highlights of that Iowa uh, thing. Definitely a dig against uh, the current president who uh, wouldn't acknowledge Hunter's latest child. Boy, no. Until the polls came back in oh, yeah. negative. Until what? Like two weeks ago. Oh, now I got a seventh grandchild. Oh, you do? Okay. I'm sure the grandchild <laughs> is going to love to learn someday that she was only acknowledged by the family when the polls came back suggesting they do so. <laughs> at, the sa- at the same token, do you want to be affiliated with this? I wouldn't. Family. I wouldn't. They're and horrible. I, I would bet you it's the first presidential family in history where grandkids don't want to be part of it. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want my name attached to that. No way. Could Absolutely no way. Get married really quickly if you're a girl and take his name so you don't refer to it as a Biden. <laughs> I, Jeez. I don't know. It's kind of scary. Just another quick swampy thing. Uh, Trump uh, people now are expecting the Georgia indictment to come down soon. There's somebody in the grand jury. They're starting to talk to people. Election interference. Is it the lieutenant governor of Georgia who's testifying tomorrow? Reverend Smarger. What's his name again? Yeah, no, he's the, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And then that one reporter, what did he call him, a wise guy, asked him if he was going to plead, take a plea deal. Because <laughs> no. No. That's a wise guy question. <laughs> there, there was one thing with this guy's mm. morning, by the way. Hi, Hi Dina. Dina. Hey. You're still watching weird videos over there? No, nah, I kind of shelved those for the rest <laughs> of the morning. Oh, I came across a, a quick interview on CNN. I was just kind of surfing through the news channels last night. I'm like, all right, let's see what this one's saying, this one's saying. And CNN was interviewing some you know, legal expert or whatever about this Georgia case that's pending. Right. And she's like, well, you know, since this is a state case, it's not federal. That means it can be on TV, right? Like, that means it can be on TV. We can see this. Camera's going to be in there. And the guy's like... Yeah, but that may not be the best thing. You know, they talk about witnesses and it's not safe for them. It has, you know, repercussions, real people. <laughs> Come back to her and she goes, yeah, but it could be on TV, right? Like, oh, my oh, God. Because all they're thinking about, maybe we'll get some ratings yes. if we can put this on TV on she CNN. She was so excited. They're not obvious about it. Or no. Anything. And this guy was just like, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but, you know, may not be the best thing for everybody. I don't want my face everywhere if I'm going to testify, especially <laughs> against the guy. People wow. see through it. They, they just, unless you're like glued to CNN and MSNBC for, you know, your entire life. Those are the people who are in that news bubble. Otherwise, everybody else knows it's a bunch of crap. Oh, yeah. I couldn't help but to laugh when I saw it. It's like, geez, lady, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Cameras in the courtroom? It yeah. is CNN. Let's be honest. Yeah, well. Well, here's a living, breathing example of people having uh, had enough. This guy, This guy's name. It, it, this is the amazing power of social media, too, because no one would have found this guy before, because there's no way that any country music label would ever sign him. Right. No one would have ever found him. He'd still be playing to 20 people on a weekend, like he said. His name is Oliver Anthony. Put on, in fact, I think it originated on X, actually. It might not have been Instagram. I don't know, whatever. And he just wrote some new songs, and he was playing them, and he put them online. This song called Rich Men, North of Richmond. Right. struck such a chord with people because it's about the forgotten man and how frustrated we are with DC and all this other stuff. This thing in t- three days has gone to number one on iTunes. How do you like that? The guy's a superstar now. It's unreal. Holy cow. So how many record deals does he have today? That's the thing. Probably he, none. You don't think so, Because he's huh? already attacked by the likes of Rolling Stone, commented oh, well, on it. So. It's like, shut the up, new Rolling hero Stone. of the alt-right. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All he's doing is talking about the working man's plight. It's like, I know it. It's, it's, but the words are resounding. I'm it, sorry. They're good. This is a little sample of the song he put out there. And then there's a follow-up to what he did over the weekend. People like you wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. So, he, 
before last week, before Friday. <laughs> okay. He was like nothing going on in the music. He's a factory worker from Virginia. That's, that's what he does. Okay. So he had this thing booked. <laughs> oh, dear. On August 13th, which was, you know, yesterday, at Morris Farm Market in uh, Coratuck, North Carolina. Sounds like a thriving metropolis. It's just it's a farm, mar- you know, it's, it's a farm it's, yeah. market, whatever. He had it booked, so he's got to follow through and, you know, the, 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 plays there sometimes in the weekend. He says usually to about 20 people. Well, he did it. And he says, you filled up 25, this is his second post, you filled up 25 acres with cars for the first ever gig of this stuff. Oh, my God. I'm so proud to be a part of this moment in history. You know so how many shows, cars that is? <laughs> there was, there were thousands of people there for this guy. Holy cow! And uh, I guess the country star Jamie Johnson l- oh, really? must live in the area because he showed up on stage with him and he, he sang a little bit with him. But I, I wow. think this guy—he's a cool dude. But I think this kind of thing happens because wow, there's just this groundswell of people who have just had enough. <laughs> Well, and you know, and it, and it hits you every day. It's not like you got hit by it once and it went away. Right. It's every day you're struggling to pay the bills. You can't pay the rent. You can't pay the electric bill. Your insurance went up. This went up. You're like, what the heck? You're getting hit from all sides. And that, and every time you turn on the news, there's something but bad, more bad news. And you're like, okay, how do you live? They said for the first time ever, 54% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. 54% of America. I believe it. I think it's more, actually. Where do we get the credit card debt story? Oh, my God. How many people are only surviving because they're just throwing it on a credit card? Yes, and you they... know who doesn't mind? Credit cards. Oh, of course. Of course. They're making tons of money. And so they it's... keep on sending you other ones. Here's a new one. So you can go rack up some more debt. But, I mean, you see things like this happening. I mean, like, organically, this guy does a song, just throws it up on social media for the working man, and, and it gets that big. Good for him. I Good mean, for him. there's something going on. Well, it, and, but you know what? What's scary is if you listen to any of those people who are outside Trump's New Hampshire gig that he just did was right. l- earlier in the week. There, there was some woman there who said, let him try to stop us. We'll, we'll create a civil war. I'm like, oh, my yeah, God, right, well, you that, don't want that. That's not the kind of talk we want. Yeah, but I mean, and she had a bunch of people around her yeah. cheering and yelling. And I'm thinking, that's not good. But that's how frustrated people are. Well, it's also New Hampshire, though. They'll fight yeah, you at the well, drop of a hat. That's true, too. There's not much going on in New Hampshire. <laughs> if you mm. try to take their dunkies. Other than great skiing. All that, too. If you like icy skiing, but it's great skiing. We've got uh, Rapid Fire coming up in just a couple of minutes, catching you up on more stuff. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, if you were in a weekend food coma and didn't pay attention to what's going on in the news, who could blame you? We'll catch you up, Jen. What's going on? Well, you know what? It is the year of what wild animal? The bear. The bear. And shark, but this time bear. This time two bears, actually. Let's start a little bit closer to home. A Daytona beach woman. She lives in the LG, what's it, LGPA? Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. The LPGA. LPGA, yeah. Uh, In Daytona Beach. Takes her dog out for, of course, she has a ring doorbell, thank goodness. Takes her dog out because uh, he started barking at 2 o'clock in the morning. You see her open the door. She walks out. The dog goes around the corner. It's barking, barking. She goes around the corner. This big, huge black bear comes walking right at her. She goes, ah! She screams and runs back in. She's fine. But apparently, there have been lots of bear sightings in this particular neighborhood. Wow. And they're telling people, stop feeding them. Because people figure if they feed them, it'll get them fat and then they'll go away because they're getting oh. fat, you know, to go into. No, 
What no. kind of logic is that? Well, they're being stupid is what happens, and that's hey, exactly what's happening. Yeah, so. I'll feed them with food, and then they'll go away. Yeah. That's like, come on. Good thinking. What do you think happens with your friends or family if you start feeding them? Do they go away? No, they'll come back for more. <laughs> yeah, and if they're fat, they don't want to leave. Yeah. Cats are the same way, by the way. And Colorado wild officials are now looking for a bear that entered a home and attacked an 82-year-old woman while she was sleeping. Oh, my gosh. Came, she heard a crashing sound. She woke up. There was a small bear scratching at her. She had to fight it off. He ran away. Now the state policy is to capture and kill anything that hurts a human. So now they're looking for the bear. Oh, Poor wow. thing. It's a little baby. Poor bear. I know. Something happened here with the bear thing. This is why we have the bear summer of 2023. Maybe they were, maybe the protection, protective efforts went into effect. I, I don't know I don't what know. it is, but, but there's a right. story a week about bear encounters. You're right. It, it feels now like the bears is... and, and sharks are revolting. Right. You know? They may be. They better not join forces. Then we're in big trouble. Wait till the rhinos get mad. Oh, God, not good. We're here next next summer. Well, we get another rhino attack, this time in Lantana. (laughs) (laughs) Not good. (laughs) You don't want that. I don't have any more bear attack stories. Uh, well, we're officially in Hawaii in rescue and recovery mode. Uh, the federal funds have been opened up. we got the Red Cross doing a great job on scene. National Guard is there. But a lot of the finger-pointing has begun as far as what the cause was and why people weren't warned. Hawaii Congresswoman, who represents Maui, is calling the apparent siren failure, which we heard about, a tragic event. Hmm. Uh, she was on Face the Nation. Jill Takuda said that they tested the, them at the beginning of each month, and if they don't blare, they get fixed. So you, she wants to know what happened. Wow. She's also adding electricity outages and lack of cell phone coverage in some areas. It was a big contributor to many people not getting warning signals about the fires. And they get out. And it was just they the said speed they at which this, thing, this yeah. thing moved, though, because right. of these winds. That was it. I mean, it was just such a such a freak thing to have this combination of yeah. a fire mixed with you know these high winds that were there because of the storm that was off the coast. Horrible. It was, it was uh, you know the perfect storm, so to speak. Worst combination of everything. Yeah. Well, guys, Poor this people. is this is nuts. I, I did not know about this story literally until about five minutes ago. Okay. And I even said to Bill off the air, "Is this true? Like, this is a real thing? It's happening in London." The, the mayor, right? Uh, Sadiq Khan. Sadiq Khan. Oh, he's crazy. Yeah. The mayor of London. He's probably more powerful than the prime minister in some ways. The mayor, the mayor of, of Londonistan. London. Yeah, really. He has installed what's called ULEZ. What are ULEZ? They are ultra-low emission zones. They put up these cameras on light posts, and what they do is they detect whether or not you're driving a regular old gas emission car or an electric car. If you are not driving an electric car, it detects that, and it finds you. What? 12 pounds, which is the equivalent of $15. $15 every time you pass by one of these ultra-low emission zones, and these lights detect whether or not you have a gas-powered car. Are you kidding me? Finds you 15 bucks a pop. So, I mean, how feasibly, how much could it cost you? There are, like, cameras, like, on every corner, so... There's a, it I mean, looks to be a lot of them. There was a lot. Well, there were a lot, and that's the other part of the story here, actually. Now, citizens have been like, this is insane. What are you trying to do to us? So you have people fighting back now in London. In the, in the dead of night, they are climbing these light posts and taking down these ULEZ cameras. Wow. Good. And just destroying them. They're leaving them in piles... You know, wow. I'm sure they'll probably get in trouble for it and they'll be arrested for vandalism or whatever, or destruction of government property. But you got to fight back at some point. This is just tyrannical lunacy. Yes. And believe me, if there wasn't enough of a pushback here, the climate nuts would try to push the very same thing.
You oh, yeah. know they would. Oh, yes. You know they would. Oh, they want it here badly. It's it, nuts. I, I just, it's, it's just out of control. I hate to go back to this again, but that uh, Oliver Anthony guy with his uh, organic hit that's number one on yeah. iTunes. That's what this is about. Right. He's like, just it, this constant overreach by these governments. It's just Crazy. insane. I can't, you know, that's the reason his song went to number one overnight. So. People people can only take the, the... never ends. Like the, the thumb of, you know, authority pushing down on you so much. Eventually you're going to start pushing back. So I'm happy that people push back. You believe that they're trying to find people 15 bucks a pop oh my for God. having a gas car every time we pass one of these things. It's just, it's it's insane. I, I don't know how we Gosh. got to this point. I think they realized during COVID how much they could get away with and yeah. people didn't push back. Right. But yeah. I, maybe they're barking to get up the wrong track. I don't know. But I mean, well, we had a gas stove van until the pushback happened here in New York. Remember? Right. That's right. so true. No gas stove. Oh, he's getting rid of everything that's gas. Water heaters, uh, you know, it's like, stop. You know, he's out of control. Stop it. And that's Biden's just as bad. Okay, let's go a little bit closer to home. Sure. They did the testing at the four high schools that have the the machines that they have to walk through, gun detectors. Oh, yeah. Weapon oh, metal detectors, detectors. Metal yeah. detectors. Not a problem. There, Nobody was late for class. Good. They didn't have any issues. Duval County starts today. All of their high schools are now equipped with weapons detectors. School employees all have smart button badges. All they have to do is press a button and it alerts the cops exactly what's going on, what classroom and where within seconds. They also allow all students have to have new smart ID cards to get into the school. And they can only get on the bus or off the bus if they have one of those cards. And the new app allows parents to know exactly where their kids are on a bus. How come those things aren't here? Yeah, can we safely say that Duval County is way ahead of us as far as school security? You're not kidding, yeah. Good job, Duval. But isn't that amazing? Uh, I mean, they got everything that we've been complaining about should be in place. And maybe it is, because none of us have... I have one kid in public school, kindergarten, but it's not even here. uh, Hmm. And that's a massive county, by the way. Yeah. It it includes Jacksonville. They're on it. Good. How do you like that? What, what's this? What's the slowdown here? What's the problem? I don't know. But uh, I, I, the biggest thing is that bus thing too. I know. Yeah, you knowing where your kid is on a bus because look at what happened. Was it Kentucky? We had that story. Ten o'clock at night, the kids were getting home at night. I wonder if <laughs> they're back in school yet in Kentucky. I, he said it was going to be four days, so I think it goes into the end of the week. Should be interesting. <laughs> Well, I think this is going to be the story like a broken record for a long time because there's really not much being produced. Barbie remains oh number one fourth straight week at the box office. They're just going to leave it there. It was so Barbie's f- going to run for like a year. I, I saw that the <laughs> product of this yesterday. I went to go see Oppenheimer finally. Oh, did you? Oh, how yes. was it? It was. I, I said to my sister afterward, I'm like, that was an achievement in movie making. That, that was my immediate reaction. Your movie was Saturday. You just got out. Yeah, that's, that's how right. long it is. It is long, but it's incredible. But I came out, and Barbie was still playing one of the adjacent theaters, and I hear like all this fun, happy music dancing. I'm like, boy, that is different than Oppenheimer. <laughs> that's for sure. Barbie took in another 33, almost 34 million bucks. Wow. But Oppenheimer's still doing great. Uh, yeah. Still two, I 18, think, right? 18 million. That's one and two, and it's going to be that way for months. That's going to make a billion dollars, too. You're going to have two billion dollar will. movies. Is there anything day. coming out like Thanksgiving or Christmas? There's, uh, I think I mean, Dune 2 comes out later this year. Dune. Uh, there's not a lot going on. There's not. They yeah. had, the writers had a meeting with uh, the studios, but they walked away with a contract, and they're not saying whether or not they're going to accept well, it. Well, that's the thing. We're not hearing a lot about the new movies because they can't promote stuff, right? So it's like, well, what's coming out? We don't really know. 
I do know Disney Plus is coming out with uh, the new Star Wars show next week. On the tw- Yeah, that's yes. going to be good. Yes. All right. Well, to that. That's one thing. Well, I'll finish off with this, guys. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I wanted to kind of expound on it. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Uh-huh. <laughs> we left you on Friday, actually, with breaking news. Looked like it was a done deal. Yes. Elon was saying he had spoken to the Prime Minister, Prime Minister of Italy. They were going to fight in an ancient Roman setting. It was, the whole thing was, was ready to go. Right. And then yesterday we find out that Elon Musk was talking to Mark Zuckerberg over the weekend, texting each other. Elon saying, hey, let me come to your house. We can spar in your octagon in the backyard. And Zuckerberg is texts back and says, you're not serious about this. I'm going to move on if you don't get serious about this fight. <laughs> and we read the reason why we know that text message happened is because Elon screen capped the conversation he was having with Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> and posted it on Twitter. So you still don't think this is a well-oiled, organized machine, that these two are in on it and they have planned this I to a T? I really don't. I, I think Zuckerberg honestly is trying to chicken out of this thing. I really do. Zuckerberg, He's not Zuckerberg, Elon. no. And that was the latest thing is that uh, Zuckerberg, well, I'm sorry, Elon called Zuckerberg a chicken. He said Zuck is a chicken. <laughs> it may be all hyped up like like a boxing match, Maybe, you know, where they're talking I back s- and forth, but I really think they don't like each other. Italian officials, by the way, we did not have this on Friday. Over the weekend, Italian officials confirmed that they've reserved the Colosseum. I mean, Like, that's really? from the state of Italy. They have confirmed that. Okay, but they're not going to fight inside the Colosseum, oh, yeah, are they? they? Are. Oh, come on. Real-time modern-day gladiators. Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Oh, my that's God, no. Yes. Okay. So this fight is still in flux. Okay. Wait a minute. They're still they, going back and they forth. They told that one guy who carved his initials on the side of the Coliseum is going to go to prison for 25 years. They're going to let these guys fight in it? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> an octagon right in there? What I want to see if it happens today, Elon Musk said, wait until you see how serious I am when, when I come knocking on your door on Monday. <laughs> Talking to Zuckerberg. <laughs> so you know that's happening today. He's going to go knock on his door and film it all. I think so. So we might have that video tomorrow. We'll see. Wow. <laughs> Coming up next, a couple of headlines, but more importantly, are you ready for spiked Dunkin' Donuts coffee? Yes. I, <laughs> that was quick. I, I think this may be the end of society. No, oh this is the beginning of a wonderful life. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Is there any chance you take a plea deal in Georgia? Yes, we did nothing wrong. We don't ever take yes, a plea sir. Yes, sir. We don't take plea deals. It's a wise guy question. Are you going to change this? the wise guy. Can... We don't take plea deals because they did nothing wrong. It's called election interference. Well, you know as this Georgia wow. thing heats up now, which would be indictment number four, don't expect a plea deal from uh, that guy. Not going to happen. Well, he said uh, plea deals for people who did something wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. Trump also, uh, within the hour, just posted a quote from the judge involved with this, and it's it's all about Georgia now. This judge involved with it who made a quote about what she thought of January 6th, and it was about one man, and he's trying to have her removed, and they refu- refuse oh, to take course. her off the case oh, so yeah. far. They can't, she won't recuse herself either, of course. Unbelievable. <laughs> if you don't think things are fixed. Just saying. Well, this will fix a lot. Or it'll create the zombie apocalypse. Could go either way. I think this is brilliant. If it tastes good, are you kidding me? Dunkin' Donuts is about to introduce spiked coffee. Four flavors. Original iced coffee, caramel, mocha, and vanilla. Get ready. And it's got 6% alcohol. Oh, I love it. (laughs) It's more than a beer. I love it. I love it. I love it. So you have iced, jacked-up coffee. That's right. But don't they have teas, too? See, I'm I'm more excited about the tea. Four flavors of spiked teas as well. (gasps) Those are only 5% alcohol. Oh, I'll have to drink twice as much. That's a downgrade. (laughs) They're testing them out in several states, including 
Florida. Florida. Yeah. And, of Woo. course, Massachusetts because, you know, hooked on, the entire state is hooked on Duncan. That's wild. Okay. I think that's wonderful. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this goes. I think it's going to be huge. No. It's going to be right next to the White Claws. Yeah, how many people ask for it at the drive-thru, though? I, I don't think they have it at the yeah, drive-thru. Yeah, give me one of them spiked ones. <laughs> and speaking of drive-thru, you take a nap with your two twins, three-year-olds. You wake up, one of the twins is gone. You have no idea where he is. Next thing you know, you get a call from the police department. Your little three-year-old got up while you were napping, got dressed, put his shoes on, walked across the street to McDonald's. That's right. When his mother found him in the playground, his comment was, I came because I was hungry, Mommy. He walked across the street by himself to McDonald's. wonder if he got a happy meal. I wonder if Child Investigative Services is looking. <laughs> Are you not feeding your child? Well, that's the other thing. And why, why were you sleeping? And the kid got up and walked away. But you can see that why, happening. Why, I'm sorry. Why did you lock, walk, little Jimmy? I couldn't find the car keys. <laughs> <laughs> why else did I walk? I'm thinking you better keep an eye on this kid or you're going to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> no doubt about it. And you were talking about iced teas and coffees. Yeah. Also be looking for Snoop Dogg's ice cream line. Dr. Bombay ice cream hits the store shelves. Seven flavors sometime this month. So the month's halfway through, so it's going to be soon. Aren't you excited? Yeah. Snoop Dogg ice cream. Yeah. Iced coffee that's jacked up. I love it. Anyway. I'll stick with Bluebell. I mean, you both. Strawberry. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.